Passion Pod 103, you wonderful creature. How are you? Are you well? I really hope this finds you very well. So last week started this kind of new thing where I'm going to share, as a freelancer, creative type general person, the thing that I've been kind of talking about or something I've been finding hard or, you know, maybe, if you're lucky, something that's been really great uh, about being a freelancer. So we're, t- we're going with Freelance Ponder, my Freelance Ponder of the Week. That's the name for now. Any other suggestions, do feel free to get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, this week, my Freelance Ponder, when you're creating stuff or doing stuff for yourself, Where do you draw the line, okay, between really trying to make something happen? Because you have to be ridiculously self-motivated, right, with this or with all of this stuff. So where do you draw the line between really pushing for something and, you know, driving stuff forward and then being like, actually, I'm trying to get a square peg in a round hole here or whichever way round it is. And know when just to step back and like, you know, let stuff flow a bit more. It's a really tricky one and I definitely have been struggling with it this week. Um, if you've got any advice, as ever, find us on Twitter at Passion Pods. But yeah, that's, that's the freelance ponder for this week. I have no doubt that if you are in a freelance game, that sounds familiar. Uh, love to hear from you. Uh, so back to the matter in hand, Passion Pod 103, as you do, courtesy of the wonderful Gemma Compton. Now, I met Gemma a couple of weeks ago. She was the festival artist for a brilliant festival in Bristol called Upfest Street Art and Graffiti Festival, which has only been running a few years and is just growing super fast. Uh, went down and had a j- chat with Gemma while she was painting. So this is a passion pod first. I tell you, they're, they're flying thick and fast at the moment. Uh, recorded on location as she was doing her painting on the wall. The places these podcasts take me to, I am just so grateful. So, Gemma. If I met you in a pub, yeah. oh, what do you do, that awful question that everyone yeah. asks? How do you describe it? Um, I would describe what I do is contemporary art, I think. I mean, I'm lucky to be being at the forefront of this year's Upfest Festival, which is primarily a street art festival, but I wouldn't ever call myself a street artist. I'm a painter, an artist, contemporary artist. You can pick whichever one you want. It's quite a strange thing, I think, to say as a job. It's um, something that I've always done ever since I was little, and it's just like second nature to me. But yeah, I, I get to paint pictures for a living. It's pretty amazing. Oh, that, was, <laughs> that makes great sense. <laughs> um, and so let's take us back. How on earth do you get into drawing pictures for a living? Um, well, obviously did the usual route, like all through school and colleges. Um, I studied fashion design with um, a specialism of illustration in my third year. Uh, My main focus was I wanted to go into the fashion industry and make prints and make clothing and stuff. But when I graduated in 2008, I graduated with a really high first. Nice, well done. But Yeah, but it was a shocker. I came out and we had the financial crash of 2008 and I couldn't get a job. I freelanced for a while. um, Doing what? London, yeah. For um, high street labels like Asos and Topshop took me on, just, you know, doing t-shirt prints and garment prints and stuff and I liked it and it it sort of kept me adding to my portfolio but I couldn't live on little drips and drabs of jobs and it became quite stressful in London my my partner who's now my husband he was working full-time in video production 
and he was already quite an established artist in his part-time and we just decided to move back to the West Country and he went full-time with his art and I started to really focus on, you know, painting what I wanted to paint rather than fulfilling somebody else's brief through freelancing. Um, obviously, I had to work a lot of pub jobs and retail like everybody else goes through. But um, eventually, after lots of perseverance, I was able to take it full time. And that's it, really. Is that the most amazing feeling ever? <laughs> it is. It's really good. I mean, I can't sit back on my laurels, you know. You've got to keep going and... You get some months of the year when, you know, your work dries up for a bit around Christmas and New Year, but that's when you concentrate on your portfolio stuff and it is constantly producing new work, getting new work out there and trying to engage with people. That's the most important thing. I that's mean, interesting because actually as an artist, you think that's probably quite a solitary thing and you go away and you create. The yeah. engaging with people, it must be quite a difficult thing to it juggle. because I am quite a private person. I think this year, especially being the face of Upfest, it's made me come completely out of my comfort zone. Normally I like to... Having microphones at, through <laughs> your face. Like, I like to off. be at home, you know, in my studio and I like to paint and I paint what what's personal to me and what I love and... I mean, it's easy now. You can put stuff on social media and you can instantly get a reaction whether people think it's good or whatever. Um, but this year, with Upfest and other projects I've been doing, I've had to step out from behind the canvas, if you like, and, and sort of speak up and be like, this is me and this is what I'm about. And I think people like that. People like to hear, like, you know, why you make art. And I mean, every piece of art that everybody makes is personal to them and, and you know, you want your viewers to to connect with it and on some level sometimes people connect with it in a way that that you didn't paint it for which also is amazing to me I love it when people say oh this piece I saw of you it, it really you know made me feel feel something and you go oh god that's not how I intended it to be but that's an amazing feeling yeah I bet it's like the stuff that can come from something that came from such a different place yeah, yeah. I mean like last year at fest me and Chris we did a piece and um I was just sort of filling a bit of the wall in on Saturday and this old man uh, came up to me and I thought oh gosh you know just just making an observation of how old he was I thought I'm just going to get negativity from him oh I don't like street art what's this about um, and he tapped me on the shoulder and he said that his wife had passed away like a few months ago and she was um, an artist her, like her hobby and her passion was painting and he said it was kind of the first time that he'd ventured out of the house sort of without her and just seeing this today made him feel amazing and that she would have loved it and and wow. just stuff like that, that you know makes me want to actually yeah cry. but stuff like that makes you go oh my god it just it spans generations and if it connects with people that way you're doing a good job I think yeah I bet and as an artist that's what it's all about like you Definitely. just said it's yeah. like oh wow that must be yeah it must be a fantastic feeling mm. what have you found the most challenging thing about doing a more creative job oh, I guess because I mean lately I've been really busy so it's been hard to have any downtime. So that's so funny, isn't it? Though, because often people will talk about with creative stuff. It's like how you make it work, and yeah. it's like when it is working, that's not the end of the game either. You still got to then think about yeah. like, oh, the muse has left me today, and I cannot create. <laughs> I, you know, I can't afford to have those days. I think as well as if it's your full time job, if you're not making artwork, you're not getting paid. Your mortgage isn't being taken care of. You know, you can't live. And so I always get up every sometimes I work seven days a week a lot of the time and I mean I can't complain about it because I'm lucky enough to I'm living my passion 
you know, I'm not, I'm not doing a nine to five that makes me miserable. I, I'm creating every day. So I just have to like, if I'm feeling a bit crap, I just have to have a word with myself and just go, come on girl, get on with it. You're just painting pictures. It's okay. But it's still a job though. And I, as with every job, job, it becomes You tricky. do get some days like, you know, when you're emotional and you want to throw a canvas out the window and it's not going right. And you, you can't do that away. with this, my sweet, as we're standing oh, by I a know. wall. This, this is massive <laughs> challenging for me because like I said, I'm private and I like to create my small canvases at home. And if it goes wrong, I can put my foot through it or turn it around and I never have to show anybody. But here, you make a mistake and the whole of blooming Bedminster sees it. So, <laughs> Tell us a bit about how you'd go the process of doing this then. Just a little sort of potted timeline of, I mean, do you sketch it before? Or? Um, the process for me is because I work quite small on canvas. Because it's huge, isn't it? It is for me. <laughs> it's not the hugest here, so I'm not going to okay. complain okay. about it too much, but it's pretty big. <laughs> it's pretty big. It's definitely taller than me. Uh, and I'm, a, I'm a midget. Oh, me it's... too. It's definitely taller than me. <laughs> um, I guess the process for me is because I work on canvas throughout the year, making little studio pieces. Um, I've got a huge catalogue of those digitally, by just taking pictures of them at home and so what I'll do is when I get a wall I'll take the pictures of canvases that I've already made and I'll select little pieces that I like out of different photos and I'll sort of try to collage them together to create a big wall and I cut big stencils to start with which are just like blocks basically they're just like very crude block shapes so it's just a plot up a rough sort of plan. yeah it's just to sort of plan up the proportion really you know like oh here's a bit of a squiggly shape that's a rose and you know like an outline of a bird or something and all the rest from there on in is going from a plan like a photograph and then like working into it with brushes and a bit of spray paint God, it's just like so many different layers to it though yeah. so many oh wow look that's amazing yeah, so that's this is my a plan this is all printed out this yeah. looks, this is what the end result's going to be yeah Wow. So these are all like you've got that and then that's They're basically in sections, like mini yeah. pictures. Oh, that's like wow. an original painting. That's so So cool. the eyes are obviously yeah. from that and little elements like some of the roses and the butterflies and the background pattern. It's just shifted around to create something that works harmoniously with my gallery work, which is obviously where I'm comfortable with and, and the main practice. Um, and then just sort of scale it up. Yeah, and different textures and all that stuff. It's that. Yeah. So it must, but it must feel like a completely different piece in a way. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It's, it's always an original piece. It's like nothing that I've painted before. Yeah. It's just that little elements of it are interchangeable from previous work that I've done yeah. up into a big format, really. Um, we were talking before the microphone was switched on about what it's like being a woman. I hate to ask the question. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, but. Is it something that you found in, in your career that has been something that's been a challenge? Yeah, it shouldn't be. It really being, you know, we're in the 21st century and, you know, equality and all the rest. I mean, especially, I don't even want to go off on politics that's happening at the moment. <laughs> Dangerous ground. The world's just going backwards, in my view, just with racism and sexism and everything. Like, we're smarter than that now. Like, come on. We're, we're curing cancers and... We're achieved, but you know, we sent a man to space like a few months ago. Come on, there's no need for this attitude anymore. Or division. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think it is harder for girls, especially in something like uh, street art. I'm not. I wouldn't claim to be a street artist. I, you know, I don't feel I really fit into that genre. Which again, for Upfest to take me on as the festival artist this year is really brave of them to show that it's not just about stencils and spray paint you know the art world is vast and full of 
amazing different people and techniques and talents. Diversity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think that as women, we have to shout louder to be taken more seriously from our male counterparts that dominate a lot of the art like throughout contemporary art is very dominated by men you know you've got Damien Hirst and you know artists like that which are incredible you know don't get me wrong their work is amazing and I totally look up to them but the women are very few and far between I think and, and their names just aren't in our discourse are they they're mm. just not in the general conversation in the yeah. same way perhaps yeah definitely agree <laughs> um doll just to f- sort of tie things up what advice do you wish you'd been given would there been any advice before you set out on doing all this stuff that would have been really really handy to know <sighs> that's so hard i mean the only advice i mean i could really give anybody is from everything that i've learned is that it's real hard work and don't quit is the main thing like it does get hard and there's been years when work's been really slow for me or I felt you know I've had negative comments about my work and you you end up taking it personally because art is very personal it comes from a personal space so how can you not take it that way but you just have to keep going if it's what if it's all you can do then you've just got to keep plowing on and that's how eventually whether it's in 10 20 years time you'll you know you will get there but it's about perseverance and constantly paint I think painting what you want somebody gave me some advice a couple of years ago which really changed stuff for me and she she said to me don't paint things to please other people paint stuff that is passionate for you and show yourself in your artwork and since those last couple of years I think you know getting stuff like up fest and I've got lots of projects coming up in the future and and stuff. I think that is because I've been true to myself as an artist and as a person. I mean, you are individual there. You need to embrace and celebrate your individuality rather than thinking, "Oh, Banksy's popular, I'll just cut stencils or, you know, do it for you and I think that will make you more successful." wise words indeed that girl oh thank you so much Gemma it was just a joy and an honour to chat to her for this week's passion pod I really hope you enjoyed it as much as I did making it thank you so much for listening as ever your wonderful thing uh, just so grateful any feedback you've got by the way do get in touch at passion pods on twitter or leave us a review reviews are so helpful for podcast makers because it helps people to find these and the more people that listen to them that are doing their own thing that can be encouraged and inspired or even just kept company for a little bit of time the better quite frankly in my opinion so yes please reviews would be amazing you can find us on itunes passion pods just type it in the box and while you're on there subscribe if you haven't already then you don't have to make any effort and we're just in your ears every monday next week's pod passion pod 104 from comedian and actually musician uh dj he's got he's got a back catalogue that's to be proud of to gardener and at the moment his main project is a volunteer project in a local park Really just the most awesome, awesome story um, and just can't wait to share it with you. That is Passion Pod 104 in your ears this time next week. (laughs) 